happy holidays. This is the Nick of Time podcast with that Nick's talk. This is Edson Sean. Yeah, what's going on? It's your boy Jay Ellis. Ryan G in the building. And we're hoping to have Kay Steele this time, but she's with us in spirit as always. So, um, how do we start this week, man? Oh. How was your holiday? Oh yes, well, how was, yeah. how, of, course, of course. How was your holiday? Let's start that way. I'm excited because I don't know if you saw my my, my Facebook, oh, boy. but I got a, I got I got a nerf I got a nerf gun. I did see Christmas. that. I was like, yeah. oh man. But you know what? That's the thing, man. I think every adult has that one kid toy that they have to have. For every real. adult has it. Even if, if you say you don't, you front. Yeah, I think I'm gonna make this a yearly thing. I think I'm gonna have a collection by the time I'm like. I'm going to make this really thing. I'm going to have a whole arsenal. You know, Trump is president dope. now. I might need protection. Yeah, need to get some, some. We need to start getting a water gun collection because I oh, plan yeah, in the summer, gun. I'm going to hit all them kids up. I'm going to run oh, yeah. all of them on the neighborhood. And bring, oh. back, and bring, and bring, back, the, bring back the water balloons. Ex- oh, man. Oh, my nephew. You better For watch real. out. Tristan and Kyle, you better watch. Oh, you're getting lit up. Oh, man. Ryan, how, how was your holiday, man? Man, my holidays were pretty cool, man. You know, pretty chill day with the family. Ate mm-hmm. some good food. So, you know, right, right. pretty straight. Exactly. Same thing. I definitely had some good food. Shout out to my mom. Oh, yes. Mac <laughs> <laughs> cheese is great, mom. Absolutely. <laughs> but, um, I mean, outside of the festivities, I mean, didn't have such a great Nick's Christmas. But, I mean, you know what? I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not even going to say that because it was, it was entertaining towards the end. But It was. Um... Should have had that game. Yeah. But before we even start that, let, let's talk about George Carl. Right now, George Carl decided to make some. Derog- I'm going to call them derogatory comments yeah. about Carmelo Anthony, Kenya Martin, Andre Iguodala, uh, J.R. Smith, to name a few people on his on his, on his on his team when he was at Denver mm-hmm. in, the, in this this book. That he's got coming out now. Supposedly, George Carl is this upstanding dude, according to uh, Charles Barkley and um, not Kenny Smith. I don't think Kenny Smith rock with him like that. But basically, he's supposed to be this upstanding guy. But six or seven years after Carmelo's even been in Denver, you got all these negative things to say, like, "Oh, he was one of the he he started it out." It's like one of those. Uh, Backhanded compliments. Oh, he's one of the most talented offensive players that I've ever seen. Yeah. But mm-hmm. he's selfish and he's a people user. That was crazy. Yeah. I'm like, Man. and he's like, oh, um, he's and he's he he doesn't want to share the spotlight with anybody. So before I even get my opinion on that comment, because I I'm gonna put this up there with 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 Phil Jackson's comments. In the vein. Yeah, Phil Jackson's comments ain't nowhere as it's, bad. No, it's, it's not as bad. You're right. But I think the. Anyway, I'm going to let you guys give your opinions. Jonathan, we're going to start with you. What, what, what did you think about George Carl's comments? Yo, oh, man, yo. George, to me, George Carl is, is the uh, Atlanta Housewives of the NBA. Mm. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> this this man, he is chatty messy patty. for a check, man. Super, he is super chatty patty award, man. I don't just, as a as a as a I don't know when you're in the NBA and you're in a leadership role and you're in a, and you're a coach. You, I feel like you need to be kind of more res- responsible. Absolutely, like, like Pretty much. when you when you're leading a team, usually I feel like there's more of like a family type of atmosphere. Yeah, right, and. And when you're in a family type of atmosphere and you're the leader, it's almost like you're semi a father figure by default. Yeah. So when you when you're playing with a player, especially when you're playing with somebody like Carmelo for like six, seven years in a row, yeah. and then you have the audacity to write a book and put out comments, not basketball comments, mm-hmm. but talking about right. his personal life, yeah. talking about oh his dad. Oh, his said, dad, no, that, that's dad. what he said. So this oh, is the comment that oh put my. me over the top, and I put his comment in the posse box. Yo. Phil Jackson's posse box. He said, oh, Kenya Martin and Carmelo Anthony had, had two uh, boulders on their shoulders. One was having a lot of money. Two was not having a father. They showed him how to be a like, man. Like, how do you that? go there, man? No, I don't understand what kind of person you are. First off, the other thing is this. How old was Carmelo when George Carl got him? Freshman out of college. 19. Yep. 19, 20 years old. old. He's a kid. Your job, and Kenny Smith made this point, and I thought it was a great point. It was. Your job as a coach is to be a mentor. When you're in, co- when you, when you're, when you get players that come from high school into college, those coaches are mentors. Mello was a freshman when he came out, so he's still under that college umbrella. It is your job 
not only to coach him on the court, but to be a mentor. Exactly. That's just the role that you've got. Anyway, I said I was going to call my comments. I'm going to let you finish, John. I'm going to let you go, Ryan. And then... <laughs> but no, you, you're absolutely right, man. You're absolutely right. His job at that point is to be a mentor. Yep. And his job is to lead. And you're when you're 20, everybody's been here has been 20, 21, 22 you're not thinking straight. You are. I'm definitely not the same person I was when I now. I am now at 20, 21, 22. People will grow and people will evolve. Yo. So to hold something like that against a person and to be so derogatory and and disrespectful to Melo, to Kenyon Martin. Shout out to Kenyon Martin for clapping back because that was the clap back. <laughs> yo, Those yo, were the clap back. Exactly. On, on, <laughs> oh, on oh, Twitter. On Twitter. But, on, on Undisputed, he actually broke down. You know, mm. he said that George Carl is one of the greatest coaches because they're saying, oh, he's an amazing coach. How can he do this? Kenyon Martin said he's a great offensive coach. He broke it down and said yep. he's a great offensive coach, but he said to be a great coach, you need to be an all-around coach. Special situations. Um, what else did he say? He also said he wasn't a defensive coach. That's what he said. Pretty much. <laughs> so you're right. talking about exactly. Right. He's saying, Boy, you know he, said, he said they yeah. never did defense. They never went over special situations where you need to have certain plays mm-hmm. set up. Like he said, he wasn't an all-around coach. And on top of that, he wasn't a good people person. He said mm-hmm. he would come into a locker room and wouldn't say anything to any how yeah. about the ir- the irony of of Carl saying that Carmelo can't share the spotlight? Think about this, right? <laughs> Think about this. Carmelo can't share the spotlight. Let's, think let's, let's forget that. about how him and Derrick Rose and Kristaps Porzingis are sharing the spotlight right now. Let's forget about that. It's not even that. Go back to his days in Denver. Who 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 was on that Denver team back right. in those days? Right. He had Chauncey Billups. Yeah. Had AI. He had, there was talent on that team. That's what I'm saying. Like, he could share the spotlight even but, back in those days. But the irony of Carl, of Carl saying you can't share the spotlight, but he seems like the biggest spotlight diva right now. <laughs> For real, though. Yo, you're not even in the league, bro. No one wants you. You got fired from every team you played from. Sacramento don't want you. The yeah. Nuggets don't want you. I would love, to have, a, I would love to have a conversation with Gary Payton mm-hmm. and Sean Kemp because I'm sure they've got a lot of stories. You know, that might mirror some of these things, but you know, <laughs> they're not gonna do that because they're real ones. They ain't gonna exactly. be talking about their coach mm-hmm. in front of people like exactly. he is. He doesn't have for someone who had a father. Yeah, you mm-hmm. your moral ground is shaky. With mm-hmm. someone who had two parents, your moral high ground is shaky. You should be. You should do better than that. You really should. Most definitely. What is your excuse? As Kenya Martin would say, you had two parents. What is your excuse for acting like an ass? Like. Mm. Dead ass, like really. Mm-hmm. Very true. Jackass of the day. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, my thing is this, you know, as as Kenyon said, um, he he just because you get wins doesn't make you a good person. Doesn't well, even make yeah. you a great coach. Most definitely. You know, he was a good um offensive coach, but he had his weaknesses. But my thing is we don't know any of those situations that he's talking about. We're getting his point of view of it. Bird's eye. He wasn't no, even no, in no, these man. situations. Sacramento should have been better, bro. You had Boogie, Rondo. You had a, you, Sacramento should have been better. Again. Should have made, yeah, made, the, made the seventh seed, so I don't the, know. The now I'm questioning there. your coach. My, but my thing is this. I'm sure that the players have plenty of stories about him. Oh, I already know. You know what I'm saying? So for you know. to come out on a public forum and... Coincidentally, right. Melo is one of the premier guys in the league, not only scoring wise, but just visibility. Yeah. Right? Sky. You're like, I'm gonna I'm gonna use this opportunity to get some attention to my book. Right. One. Right. Mm-hmm. Books like you superhead, bro. Right. Like Corinne <laughs> <laughs> Stephens. Shout out to Corinne Stephens. <laughs> and and not only that. Wait, hold on. Do we really want to shout out though? I mean, <laughs> that is a whole other vibe, my friend. But, but, um, but, um, yeah, so. But George Carl is talking about a 19, 20-year-old Carmelo. Fast forward. This Carmelo that we have now is probably one of the premier philanthropists and activists in the community. Yeah. So clearly, if even if let's say this was how he was then, he's Word. clearly an evolved and changed person now. Why are you coming out now and saying these things about who Carmelo then. was? He yeah. wants attention. He wants attention. He's been out of the league. He can't get along with anybody. Mm-hmm. Maybe his mom gets along with him. Who knows? 
he 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 wants attention right now. He wants the spotlight because he's out the league. And now, congratulations, dude! You played yourself because now <laughs> because now it's gonna be hard for you to get a job after this book drop. Like, my, I mean, may, maybe he's broke. Maybe he needs the money. I get it, but you know what? I, I right. And you know what? I understand. Nobody really wants to read a book about X's and O's. Yeah. And you need to have something juicy in there. But talk about Carmelo's man. game, man. I would I would even be yeah. like, okay, if he was crapping on Carmelo's game, I get it. But now you're talking about personal things. Word. And this is why I'm putting it in that that posse box. It's like there needs to be a more effective gag order for, for these uh, coaches, GMs, whatever. You know, because you're addressing things that you should. You don't know, Phil Jackson. You don't know mm-hmm. about the inner workings of LeBron's team, not posse. Yeah. George Carl, yeah. you don't know how the absence of a father in Kenyon's or Carmelo's life affected them and even was the thing that put them in the position mm-hmm. to be as successful as they were. And the, were. Th- and the thing is, is that like he doesn't know the circumstances behind it, too. And this is what I'm saying. Yeah, so I mean, you're in, was... That's why I'm saying a bird's eye view. You're an outsider looking in, making a judgment know. on I... these young black men, and that's I how I'm looking the... at it. I hate, I, hate, I, hate, I hate when people are so condescend- condescending that mm-hmm. they take themselves out of situations. Yeah, absolutely. And they, they dehumanize people and you lose you you lose all humanity and humility. Mm-hmm. Like I hate it, it, it it's like a it's like a broken record. It happens all the time where people especially black men it get racial, but when they're 18, 19, 20, they don't see them as people don't see them as people. Just, they just see them as honestly, and, I'm gonna even go as yeah. young as 15, 16, depending on on their size. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna imagine Carmelo was not under six feet at oh. 15, 16. So it's like they're looking again. This is why I put it in that category. But they're looking at these young black men and making these judgments as to who they are. Carmelo comes in with cornrows, so he already has an impression of who he is. Yeah. You know? Um without really getting to know them. For Kenyon to, to say, yo, he's not really a people person, right? But he's making these judgments about somebody's personal issues. You you have no right to do that. Exactly. I can understand if you really sat down and got to know Carmelo and really got to know him. Right. Mm-hmm. But And even then, you wouldn't be putting it in a book. Exactly. So, you know, shout out to Melo for, you know, growing as a man. You've matured as a person. And laughing it off. And laughing yeah. it off and handling it the right way. And you know what? Shout out to uh, Kenya Martin, too, for, for going head on and not laughing it off. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kenya Martin said he was Kenya Martin said he was driving to, I think, Disney World or Disneyland with his, his, with his kids. Mm-hmm. And somebody sent him a text about these messages. He said, man, I had an hour and a half drive to, to, to think about this. He said, it wasn't a rant. He said, this was a well thought out. <laughs> I'm like, hey, <laughs> the man took the time mm-hmm. and had a calculated response. My bad, I put Twitter yeah. right on on Instagram. I should hey, put listen. Twitter perspective, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And for real, and this is my whole thing about it, because you as a coach, you know, you're supposed to be an upstanding person, as you said earlier, right? Right. Right. So if you're making a book, you know, detailing how these players were when they played under you. Why not go up to these players and tell them ahead of time, you know, this is what I'm going to say about you in my book, this mm. and that. Why not go to them ahead of time to see their opinion Because they'll tell them to take it out. It? Why not let <laughs> them know how you feel before that? I know, that I, know, point. I, know, I, know I know, but I'm saying like, I, but I'm saying like as a coach because you have to remember like these players, they put their they, they put their trust in these in these coaches. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's, so it's like yeah. it's that family atmosphere, man. That's what I was talking about. When you yeah. part of a team, it's like more family atmosphere. You have this is a certain trust thing that happens yeah. and mm-hmm. you want to keep that circle tight and you don't want to talk about personal things to like a, a mass group of people so to put that in a book and and kind of betray that trust as a leader is kind of kind of nuts absolutely so it was having that ringer on kind of nuts my fault but, um, to, but, but, but to continue on my comments though yeah. like it really speaks to George character. I mean, it just it really speaks to George Carl's right. character as a person because it's like low character. If you can't go up to your former players and let them know ahead of time, like what you're gonna say about them, etc., right, and then just come out randomly and then and have these disparaging comments about your players, it proves it proves like what other players have said in the past about them. You know, like yeah. for example, you know, you know, you have Boogie Cousins, yeah, who used who called him a snake, you know, on Twitter. And, and and he's not even the only player to really call George Carl a snake. So it's like him doing this, it, it further proves those players who called him a snake and said bad things about him. It's so hard for you to get a job, bro. So here's the yeah. thing. So then so then what is 
And I mean, I gotta question the source too. What is Charles Barkley talking about? This is a good dude. That also. Even um, what's the the other announcer on Charles TNT? Barkley said he was a good Ernie, dude. Ernie um um, what's the other guy that that announces with Kenny Smith? They said he was well, a good dude. They know well, him was it, wait, was Shaq on that episode? Not, no, Shaq wasn't there. It was yeah, Kenny Smith. Saying. It was, it was Charles Barkley and um. What's the other guy's name? The white dude, Ernie. Um... Yeah, EJ. EJ. Yeah. yeah, Ernie Johnson. Yeah. So he was saying the same thing. Ernie Johnson was saying, "Yeah, he's an upstanding dude." I mean, mm-hmm. they know him personally, so I mean, I don't know, and they know him outside so of the basketball but, locker room. So, but so so the, whatever. I, I don't know. I don't care. But I, this does not show me. Right. Mm-hmm. Good. This doesn't show me a good dude. And then to hear other accounts from other NBA players who've been saying these things, not mm-hmm. going into detail, but just dropping these little hints. Yeah. And if I'm come on, do this and say these things, I'm like, yo, not somebody. It doesn't sound like somebody I want to know. We ain't rocking with you. But, um, no. Yeah. Point blank period. All right. So, we're going to get into the games after, you know, we kind of talk about the big three of the Knicks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got KP, Melo, Derrick Rose. Out of out of the big three, who is considered to be the best player? Ooh. This is a great I like this question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got to a semi semi debate about this. Okay. Which is why this is even quite like question right now when I was playing pickup ball last week. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um well for me. It's obvious that uh, KP is the future. He kind of does, right. does everything for us right now. Okay. Um, he's averaging 20 points per game, uh, seven seven rebounds a game. Uh, one, like around two, might as well just say two blocks. Yeah. And um, he's shooting a pretty good fickle percentage. But um, I actually argue that I believe right now Derrick Rose might be our best player. Mm. Ooh. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I need to hear this argument. Man. I, I need to hear this All right, argument. No, no. <laughs> and let's have it. <laughs> I knew it was gonna get the ooze and stuff. Like really? But th- here's my reasoning why I think Derrick Rose might be, might be our best player. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we all know what happened when Derrick Rose dropped those those four games. Mm-hmm. Yes. Els. Um, Els. We had L's. We got major L's against teams that we should have beat. One, mm-hmm. right? We uh, we squeaked by Sacramento because of of Carmelo. Mm-hmm. Um, Carmelo had a big game, and um, I'm glad we had a big he had, we had a big game. But we we squeaked by too. But um, for me, I've seen a change in uh in Derrick Rose's game. It's kind of been slowly ticking up over the last few months. Mm. So I don't know if you remember Derrick Rose in. Beginning of the season compared to now, but right now, Derrick Rose is insanely efficient to the point when you when you're watching the game, you almost believe that every time he drives is going in, and when it doesn't go in, it like mm-hmm. goes in and then goes out. Right. Yeah. So, just to have some stats for you, December. For December, Rose is averaging eighteen point six points per game, mm-hmm. and he's shooting fifty one percent field goal percentage. Which is really good for a point guard. For a point, fifty-one percent is. But you gotta remember what type of point guard he is, though. He's not really a pass for his point guard, right? He's a and point he's guard. A, he's, he's very effective driving the basketball. So I'll give you that. Right. Very effective, and it's very difficult to stop him. Yeah. yeah, I don't think really anybody, not one person, can stop. But you're gonna need like a team to even yeah. slow yeah. you down. Okay. And even even when he slow, even when the team slows him down, he can kind of pick your spots when 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 once that happens. He, Right. So I, I I feel like he's been our most efficient, most reliable mm. offensive player so far, and I felt mm. I felt most comfortable when the ball was in his hands as of late. Mm. When, okay. And now defensively is where it gets a little bit murky. Mm-hmm. He's, he's not. He's. He, that's he, anybody on the team. I, I yeah, asked everybody on the team. Yeah. <laughs> so that we can pretty much negate that. Yeah. Defense right. is just, it, it's like it's like none of them are really what you would consider great no, defenders. Honestly, anyways, if I'm gonna so. say that, I would give KP, KP the advantage right. on defense. On but defense. Yeah, because like, that's yeah, only at because least, he's, at least KP can block shots and alter shots. I mean. Yeah, he's right, difficult right. to score over. Okay. Yeah. But at the same time, KP also has these crazy 
insane lapses on the three point on the three point line. Uh, yeah. now, you can say that's the coach's fault for not utilizing him and had the five a little more. Or you can say, yo, KP, you get your act together. Calling you out, Carambas. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But I, I feel like I shocked the world and say Derrick Rose. All right. Well, yeah, that, yeah. That, that definitely is shocking. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to argue with him about the whole efficient thing because I do think if you look at KP, Mello, and Rose, Rose is probably more efficient. Absolutely. He's probably mm-hmm. the most efficient out of the three. But if I had to choose, I still got to go in Mello at this moment because mm. KP, as you said, KP's our future. But I feel as if KP being a second-year player, like he hasn't learned yet how to really take a game by the throat yet. Yeah. You absolutely. know, to, and, 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 take, and take over. Yes. Yes. Which, is, which is the reason why I don't pick KP at this moment. I feel like it could be KP. It could be. And it is year, maybe next year. Just not yet. Yeah, just not it's yet. It's not KP yet. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, as I said, Rose is a very efficient efficient offensive player. I'll give you that. But I just think that the, all the tools Melo has on offense, like, I just think that at, even though Melo's an older player right now, like, I just think Melo has more to offer the team at this moment, and I, and I still think he's an alpha dog on the Knicks right now. now uh, right, right now. Anyway, now, now here's my here's my um my counter to that for Melo. Mm. So Melo, no doubt, is an alpha dog, and he can take over quarters. I think that's that's what we're seeing from Melo right now. Mm-hmm. His overall shooting percentage though is is dipping. It's his career worst. Yeah, he's shooting I think around forty forty percent right now. I think I think forty three. It's 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 I, this is his lowest shooting percentage of his career. Forty two, forty two percent. But the thing is this though, it's two different players, right? Mm-hmm. Melo doesn't play around the basket. I feel like no. if he did play around the basket more, mm-hmm. his percentage would be higher. But he can't. That's the thing. You think he can't play around the basket? I feel like Melo. Listen, I'm a Melo fan. Knicks I know, fans? I know, yeah. but... Don't say Melo can't play around the basket. Don't say Melo can't play around what? the basket. He has no space there with no and KP right now, right now on the on the. Dude, team. I'm, look, look, look at the, the numbers. I'm just okay. saying, look at his numbers. I don't have to argue. Numbers don't lie. You're right, but... Number, Melo's, Melo's, Melo's numbers finishing around the basket are low and have been dipping over the last few years. His numbers around... around his three-point numbers... Are good, are okay. They all the, I, think, I think overall the mid range game. Mm-hmm. He's he's a deadly mid range shooter. Mm-hmm. Yes, oh, but I think all of his 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 percentages are are just a little lower. Again, do we say that that's um attributed to father time? Possibly, possibly. But how many opportunities does he really have to be around the basket? Like yeah, the way the offense is set. Mm-hmm. Now remember before they used to feature him down low and still have exactly. him shooting. The right. way this offense is set up. He's rarely down there. Exactly. He's rarely down the there. Perimeter. So I like Derrick Rose, and I will go, I will agree mm, with you uh-huh. that Derrick Rose is probably the one piece that the Knicks need to have in order to win. They yeah. need to have him in the game because he causes so much havoc and stress on the defense because of the way he attacks the basket. Right, right. Mm-hmm. But, but I'm, I, I gotta go with Melo too, man. Okay, yeah, well, right now, no, man. Ask me ask you a question. Yes, please. Now, hypothetical. Yes. Mm-hmm. You got the big three, right? Mm-hmm. You yeah. take out Melo, and you replace him with a Kuz or a... how do you see? You, you could, how do you think the the team will? So would... I'm gonna answer that. Uh, the, the t- honestly, the team could still win, but again, basketball talking about matchups, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So, but that doesn't take away who's the who. Your, your question was who's the best? Who's the best out of the three? Right, right, right. Not right, the most, right. not the most influential on the team, mm-hmm. because sometimes the most influential on the team is not the best player, but it's because they match up better with 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 certain defenses. Yeah, that 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 is true. But I mean, you gotta consider like who's gonna make the team run too. Like you gotta gotta kind of think about that. Man. Like when mm-hmm. when like with the Golden State Warriors, it's like right. I I got. I guess you have a point. You do have a point there. Because, for example, yeah. let's take go- Golden State for a yeah, second. Yeah, that's a perfect who's, who's the best player? I did argue against my own point. Jay. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you can say Steph You can say Steph and Kerr, uh, Steph, uh, Steph and Clay are, are, are one and one. And now you got nah, Steph you got and Clay and Durant. Right, right, right. Who's the best? I'm talking about last, last year. I'm yeah, about last okay, season, well, even yeah. if you look at this season. Yeah, this season got to be Durant, man. 
And it all, de- but again, it all depends on matchups. And yeah. because Durant is such an offensive beast, and he creates matchup problems because his height, yeah, he right. can put a little, a little small forward and guard on that's problems for real. <laughs> so it's like, but then you get somebody like Stephen Curry who can change the whole uh, uh, landscape of the game because of yep. how quickly he can shoot. It's just about matchups. I feel you. You know what? It, you know what it is too. I f- you know what it is too for me. I feel like I know how. What I knew who Derek was 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 when he was the Bulls, mm-hmm. and I see it coming. Like I feel like each month I see, mm-hmm. him but that's going a little bit better. But that's why I'm excited yeah, about. I'm excited better. for spring when he's like yo steam Chicago yeah. Bulls Derek Rose. Yeah, that's what I'm waiting for. I see it coming. Yeah, exactly. I see his numbers slowly ticking as up. As long as and I feel he... like he's gonna take over. I feel as like it's gonna as long as he stays healthy. As right? long as he stays healthy, <laughs> yo, I feel like a, I feel like a pendulum is gonna swing. I feel like a pendulum is gonna swing. All right, now his sister lower. Yes, I feel mm-hmm. like a pendulum is gonna swing. His assistant's gonna tick back up. He's gonna be going more to like six assists a game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Averaging more like 20, 20 points a game. Mm-hmm. Our big three already started I, I, yeah, to get I think, 20, 20, 20. Yeah, each. like like the last like three games or so, I think. Like KP, Melo, and Rose, they all score over 20 points. Right. Yeah. I, th- I think it's I think it's gonna be a pendulum swing by by the time I'm gonna say March hits. I'm mm-hmm. again, I I agree with that, and I feel like there will be that pendulum swing. Mm-hmm. As long as he stays healthy. Exactly. <laughs> He's going to stay healthy. Because right, his back man. is good. His knees are good. For, exactly. for now. And, I'm, and again, I'm not being a pessimist, man, because I'm usually Mr. Optimism. But yeah, I'm like, right, right. once I saw the little back, I'm like, oh, man. But <laughs> it's gone. Let's see it's gone. You see it? All right. And, 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 and about Melo. Yes, Melo's percentages has gone down. But, mm-hmm. as, but as we've said, you got KP down low and you got Noah down low. Right. Melo can't utilize his low post game like he like he did like say for example under Woods when he play used to play the four exactly so, so that's exactly. Just, so his but field goal, so, so naturally his field goal percentage is gonna go no, down but he like he, but not that's, okay that's not even that man it's like even when he was down there though like take away all right he has less attempts even if you have less attempts right if you're down there. Mm-hmm. Your percentage should be up. Even if you're you're good or you're either good or you're not down there. Like even if your percentage is under forty percent when you're down there, then you're not a good low post player anymore. Down at the block. Mm. I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> that, I'm, I'm gonna have to agree to disagree with that. One. Right now, yeah. Melo. Right now, Melo is a good mid range shooter. Absolutely. Yeah. That's Absolutely. that. He's a high. He's efficient mid range shooter. Sometimes he's so he, he's so good that he overshoots with the great defense, but he's. A really good mid range shooter, mm-hmm. and he and when he gets crazy hot, those walk up threes are deadly. Yeah, and that's what it is right now. I don't think I think it's I think it's a his age. Okay, Either his age is a combination of age and a combination right. of that new rule of vert- verticality that's being more enforced in the NBA, where you have to jump straight up in the air. Yes, mm-hmm. they're like enforcing that more. So rule of vert- verticality for people listening, if you're a, if you're a big man and you jump straight up in the air. And uh, and the offensive player runs into you, you you don't get called like uh, a blocking foul if you jump straight up in the air. And the uh, NBA has been more, more uh, more more consistent with calling that. So I think that has something a lot to do with it. Also, he hasn't adjusted to that. Mm-hmm. That could be awesome. okay. So question, games on the line. Games on the line. Mm-hmm. Who's got the ball? Derek right Rose? now. Okay. okay. This is, this is my thing. All right. Who's got the ball? His right thing. <laughs> right now, games on the line. I'm still giving it to Melo. Okay. Right All now, right. games on the line. Okay. I'm still giving it to Melo. Right. But I, I feel like this coming months, I might. That's my switch. I feel like Derrick Rose is shooting fifty percent from fifty percent. He's mm. breaking out everybody at will. All right. I think by January mm-hmm. it might be like, hey man, give the ball to Rose, or or, 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 well, or yeah. do what like they said, have a one three pick and roll with Rose and Melo. Mm-hmm. I think that would be deadly. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you know, or, or Rose and KP, either right. or, yeah, yeah, that'd be deadly because it works when um Brandon Jennings is in the game, yeah, right, you know, but um, all right, so please. Chime in on yeah. the Nigga Time Podcast Instagram, <laughs> Facebook. I might, I might get roasted for that. Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. It's my opinion. What do, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All right, so we had a eventful couple of games. Word word. Yep. So we're gonna start with the Indiana recap. I was I, I was wrong. 
I will say I was wrong. I thought they were going to mm-hmm. struggle with Indiana, depending on which team came out. Yeah. You have but, um, I think they had to come back. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I was halfway. But, but they did struggle. But again, I don't, know, I don't know what has to be done to make them wake up and realize that you have to play defense all four quarters. Yeah. yeah. But, all right, let's start with that. Um... We can start the numbers, man. Ryan, what's what's what was, what was your take on that game? What were some of the things that stood out to you? Well, for that game, the numbers. First, I'm gonna first I'm gonna talk about the you know individual numbers. Okay. okay. Obviously, Melo with the huge game, thirty five yes. points. Yes, Melo was torching him. Yeah. <laughs> Was well, hit Man. seven threes that game. Jesus hit somebody with a mean cross. Oh, yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get back to that play later. Yeah, but obviously that three point barrage towards the end of the third quarter. Was yes, yeah, definitely. I think we had he had seven threes that game. Yeah, that definitely helped Jeez. bring Knicks back into the game. Obviously, you had KP with another good game, twenty one points, eight rebounds. Yes. Mm-hmm. Noah seems like he's finally starting to get his groove a bit on yeah. the offensive end. I'm, yo, I'm, I'm so, so happy, yeah. yo, man. <laughs> it's like we're like we're rooting, we're rooting. We, we know exactly, we want you to win, man. <laughs> we really do. For real, we clown you on this podcast, but because because that's what we just do. It. We, we clown, we, exactly. but we want you to. Win. We want you to win, <laughs> exactly, no, man. We yo. want you to win. And you know, like paying him, paying him all that money is like, yo, man, we want you to come through. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, he had 11 points, 11 rebounds. Of course, Rose, 24 points, mm-hmm. six assists. But my main issue in that game was the Pacers bigs. We had trouble yo. with those dudes, especially Turner. Turner was giving us work. Exactly. Yo, and, from the, and not only from the three-point line, because he's actually a pretty efficient uh, three-point yeah, shooter. Yeah, man. Yeah. But hell, that mid-range, NBA. man, Noah was having a rough night. For real, man. This new NBA it's crazy. Yo, <laughs> you got your big man shooting exactly. threes. I'm like, oh, goodness. And it, and it wasn't even just him, too. Al Jefferson, old man, Riverwalk was killing no, Al Jefferson, though, I mean, he's always been one of the craftiest uh, big men, especially in the post. Yeah. He'll, he'll show the ball and then turn the other way, but... Yo, he was in a time machine last game. Exactly. Yeah. I think he was averaging four points a game, and then all of a sudden he dropped. How much? He, he, he dropped was more than four. I feel like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like this he week. He dropped 18 on us. Yeah. I feel like, like this week for the NBA, Marty McFly must have came back with that DeLorean. <laughs> now Jefferson, Richard, Richard Jefferson. Is for real. Like, Yo, she was moving on up with the Jeffersons. Exactly. <laughs> Man. Oh, yeah, that line Mark Jackson had yesterday during that game had me rolling, man. Yeah, had me rolling, man. Jefferson moving on up. We gonna, you know, but um, all right. So let's take that game. Let's break that game down. The first half was a mess. Um, this is why I'm like sometimes watching the Knicks games are so uh, heart wrenching. It's like you don't know which team's gonna show up. The first quarter yeah. though, the first right. quarter yeah, was they came good. out strong. It, yeah, but that second quarter is like defense always becomes an issue. It always ends up being the thing that. Makes them fall behind because they picked it back up in the second half. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. I agree. The first quarter, I felt like we was really good defensively. Um, I feel like, I feel like um, we was off that three game losing streak. Yeah. Um, the coach had to talk to him about defense. Right. Like, now, Dad Mello, I want you to, <laughs> I want you to close out on three point shooters, and and I want KP. I want you to do the same. And I felt like they responded in that first quarter. They was mm-hmm. like, Yes, Coach, I'll, I'll do what you do. I seen Mello closing out on three point shooters. Mm-hmm. I saw. I saw uh, KP doing the same. Rose was... I felt like Rose was more athletic than I ever seen him. I was like, mm. dang, this back, like, realigned. Yeah, but remember, yeah. He, was, like, he, was, he, was getting, he was getting treatment and was resting. Word. Yeah. You know? My, I think some... I think... I think him hurting his back, like, adjusted some something loose. <laughs> <laughs> because the, what game did he come... What game did he attempt that dunk? Was it the Pacer game? Was it? The, was it? I don't or was know. it Orlando... Where's Orlando go? I, but anyway, I was looking. I think it was the Orlando game. I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With the pace of the game, I was like, yo, does he look more athletic after the back injury? Like, what the hell is happening? He looks faster. Yeah. Right? But, yeah. but what, what do you think happened in the second quarter then? I think it was turnovers, man. Mm. Between Rose and Jennings, they were they were really bad on the turnovers. It kind of got uh, no. uh, really sloppy, and mm-hmm. they were able to kind of convert off of those turnovers and get right. the paces going and get their confidence going. And, yeah. And then um, old man River Al Jefferson. Yo, he was killing <laughs> the rock. <laughs> old man. <laughs> this, guy, <laughs> this guy was... Oh, Quinn is usually a really good defender. Yeah. But that, that quarter, he was like, help! Yup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jefferson... Help Jefferson, me. Jefferson. <laughs> 
Jefferson was definitely giving it work, man. He was definitely giving it work. Yo, he was working the hell out of him. <laughs> Time machine. Rihanna style, man. And I feel like he didn't stop until Noah actually came in the game and slowed him right. down a little yeah. bit. Right. But yeah, it was turn to me it was turnovers and Al Jefferson. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I think that pretty much sums it up. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, they kept the paces to like 26% from the three-point line, which, which is was good. good. Yeah. You know, because that's, that's the amazing. thing that we struggle with. Yeah. yeah. I was, was, was protecting the three-point line. We did a good job this game. Mm-hmm. And, we, and we shot like 56% from yeah. the three-point line. That's yeah, which is also another positive. Right. <laughs> Held George to like 16 points. So, I mean, there was a lot of positives in there. It's just, I think, the consistency is always a thing. Like, right. you see flashes of this great team Mm-hmm. But it's not consistent. Yeah, yeah, and the third quarter too. You saw a lot of lapses in the third quarter. I already screamed, screamed on KP for not. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I, I was show, I was looking at Phil with Ryan earlier yeah. when he was out. Uh, uh, <laughs> and I was like, "This is what I'm talking about." Yeah. There was one play where KP was in the paint chilling, yeah. and this man like just floated to the three point line. Yep. There was no fancy, no fancy pick and roll for him to cover. He was just chilling by the paint because I, someone's told him corner three. And and you know it's not told him, but I mean he's he's he defends the basketball. And someone's told him you need to remember to defend the basket, but you, you yeah. have to remember to defend your man. You need yeah, to but look but, at the, the, but the thing, but the the thing is, is that at the same time, exactly, Absol- and, right, and, absolutely. And, 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 and like what and like what Jay Ellis was saying though, like at that moment there was no threat in the paint. So like, why are you hanging out in the paint? Yeah, he had him. <laughs> he had him all. He had him all to himself. Oh he had him. God. I don't understand that. <laughs> but yeah, that was a cra- that was a. We we kind of got it got it kind of got away from us in the third quarter, mm-hmm. but um we made a run, and I felt like O'Quinn, O'Quinn I feel like O'Quinn's defense on J- Jeff Teague started it started like a big when he got stripped. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shout out to O'Quinn stripping the point guard. Oh, oh real, my yo. god, <laughs> he was he was channeling Kawhi Leonard. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> And didn't foul him. No, I know. Oh. <laughs> and the fact that he was running that fast break to yeah. him, like, 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 oh, like <laughs> stripped the point guard and ran the fast exactly, break. Exactly. Oh yo. my god! Shout out to I didn't even know Quinn jersey man. That's what I mean. <laughs> for real, man. Oh man. But yeah, Quinn had a had a had a great third quarter that sparked it. Mm-hmm. Melo went all the way off. Yes. That Melo is stepped in the time machine as well with Jefferson. They went I'm telling together. you, he everybody went this week. Yep. <laughs> Jefferson went, meant to go by himself, but you know how those, those time travel will be something always ha- goes wrong when the exactly. fleet goes in yeah. with you. <laughs> yeah, Melo was the fleet I went in with him. When he, when he, when he, when he <laughs> and he hit like seven three-pointers in a row and went off. Oh, yeah. Man. So shout out to that Melo for going off. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, definitely his points that game. All yeah. right, so that was definitely a bright spot. Next game, um, Knicks versus Orlando. That was probably one of the best games the Knicks played all season. Yeah, real about it, it was. Yeah. It was. I was. It was a well-rounded game. Yeah, the points yeah. were spread out yep. across the starters and the, and the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, O'Quinn had fourteen points, sixteen rebounds. Yeah, yeah career O'Quinn high. Was balling. Oh my. And again, they held a team to under twenty percent from the three-point line. Yo, first yep. quarter, man. They they mean. Getting those first quarters on the wrap, they sh- the, they shot thirty six percent. Magic shot thirty six percent in the first quarter, mm. so I feel like that's been uh, like uh, been a focus lately. They they have to get better, extending it to all four quarters. Right, yeah. but this was a good sign. They Definitely, was, they're still there. St- I'm starting to see they're trying to start to chase people off the three point line. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're starting to trying to do that. As, you yeah. know, this, everybody saw the Celtics game. Right. Yeah. Right. It didn't ca- right. it didn't carry over, but they they is it's getting there. But you know what it is mm-hmm. too. Like you said, that the first there are they are improving. Right. Their first quarter performance, but it needs to be a bookend. They need the first quarter and fourth quarter. Second and third is yeah. usually hit and miss, but they're pretty solid for the most part in the middle of the game. But usually they get behind early mm-hmm. or they fall behind late. Yeah. yeah. They gotta close those first and fourth quarters out better. Yo, yeah. shout out to Jennings, uh, Brandon Jennings, seven assists in seven minutes. Yes. Second yeah. quarter, uh, he did his thing. Um, like I said. KP, I was source, I was scared of Ibaka because Ibaka was a good <laughs> Right, right, right. And yeah. KP did actually a decent job on closing out on threes on Ibaka. Mm-hmm. So shout out to KP for that. And uh, mm, 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 mm. oh, I forgot your boy Hernan Gomez. Oh, that's oh. really <laughs> Hernan Gomez. Hernan Gomez was doing yo. his best K- KP impression. Yes, yo. <laughs> I, was, yo, yo I, was like, I was like, yo, since when Willie hit a three? Yo, he came out to play. Word. Shot three threes that game. Shout out to Willie. He came out to play. 
For yeah, real, man. though. Came oh, out, hit man. the three at the top of the key. Mm-hmm. Rah, rah. Yep. <laughs> had it going, man. And, and also, man, as you were speaking on Jennings, 12 assists totaled that game. Yes. But I think the most important stat that stood out for me in that game for Jennings, his plus and minus was 15. Right. So mm, when he no. was on the court, the Knicks were doing yeah. work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. See, like, this is a game I like. I, we, we don't even need to spend as much time on this one because this was just a... They played a good game. Yeah. yeah. They played a good game. Um, And they just need to string more of these wins together, being consistent. You know, earlier off the air, we were talking about the difference between the top teams and everybody else in the league, and the difference is really just consistency. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's a matter about how consistent can you... Uh, stay in your system? Mm-hmm. How consistently are you going to play defense? How consistently right. are you going to r- run run men off the three-point line? That mental con- toughness. Exactly. Than, yeah. How consistently are you going to mm-hmm. be dedicated to passing? Mm-hmm. Yo, when I watched that, at just the sidebar, when I watched that Golden State game, as I was telling you, I'm, I was like, okay, let me really look at each possession that Golden State <laughs> And they just passed the ball. I'm talking about everybody touches the ball. Five players on the team touch the ball. Cleveland also plays like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like just being consistent. The Knicks, when they play like that, mm-hmm. they got weapons. Knicks got weapons. They yeah. do, man. They, really they do. just have to be dedicated to doing those two things. Yup. Yeah. Didn't see that dedication in the next game, though. Right. I saw it for the first quarter. Boston. In the last minute of the fourth quarter. Yeah. <laughs> Boston. <laughs> right. Again, so... <laughs> I know I just said they need to focus on the first and the fourth quarter. Yeah. <laughs> they did. But they don't forget the second. Exactly, yo. They were specific, G. Oh, Word. my God. So, yes. <laughs> they started out the first quarter very well. Um, they, contained, they contained Isaiah Thomas fairly well because he usually gives the Knicks a hard time, man. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he still yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. The second, third quarter, Word, he gave yeah. some problems. That first quarter, man. Oh, let me, let me start. Let me, let me shout out to uh, Joe Kim Noah for that first yes, quarter. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. What? Yo, layups. Yo, Joe Kim Noah. Hook shots. Yeah. Hook shots. <laughs> he was like, he was like ISO post up. Right, hook shot. I got the middle. Exactly. Give me the ball. Call for the ball. Like Patrick yep. Ewing. Give me the ball. No, he didn't see it. I can't exaggerate. Like, but, but you know how you get the point. Yeah. Shout out to Noah. He did his thing. Absolutely. Oh, one thing I also want to talk about too is um, Lance Thomas. Lance Thomas is. Uh, He's, he's fading, man. Oh, I, wait, I'm, wait, that air ball three? I'm agreeing with, I'm going to agree with you. I was like, I'm looking at him like, what happened? Well, he didn't play. Is this the coach, coach hurting him again? I think it's, it's the plantar fasciitis. The, the, foot- <laughs> 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 the coach didn't play. What game? There's one game was a DMP. Um, it was. The Orlando game was a DMP. Yeah. The Pacers game, he only played five minutes. Mm. He's losing minutes to the three guard. The the three he he's losing minutes to the two guard set, mm-hmm. and there's that points where um coach he's he's putting in Justin Holiday and Courtney Lee at the same time yeah. for the mm-hmm. defense, which is kind of um eliminating Lance's minutes, mm-hmm. and then Kuz has been scrapping those little five minutes that Lance was getting. So it's looking yeah. like it's looking bleak. You gotta be ready. It's looking bleak. You gotta be ready, bro. I understand that you yeah. know he's not getting the minutes, and I mean because you have to remember matchups. Everything's his matchups. So if he doesn't match up well, we need to, you know, focus more on defending. Okay, yeah. you're going to lose some minutes, but you got to be ready when you come in. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. You're a premier, supposed to be a premier shooter. Airball. I'm like, yo. Yeah, oh, he, yeah, he hasn't was, been getting the, bur- the, burner, the burn, though. But, I mean, if he's not playing well, he, yeah, mm-hmm. he's definitely, he he's definitely ma- on the decline, of, man. Matter of fact, that last time it's airball three, I think that should be a broad pick right there. Bruh. <laughs> 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 yeah. You know what? Mm. Was it over the basket? What was it, it, oh, it didn't it, even make it. It didn't even make it. Like Come it was, it was, it was just yeah. to the side. Like, it was a straightaway three two, and it's like, yo, how you got to airball a straightaway three though? Word. You have to edit this part out so you have to have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, um, yeah. The good thing about the first quarter, though, eight people, eight Knicks scored in the eight, in the first quarter. That right. Was cool. Yeah, that's good. And and we actually held the the Celtics under thirty points. I think it was the third time in a row that we held yes. people under mm-hmm. thirty points in the first yes. in the first quarter. So that was um, also good. Yeah. But the problem really started in the, in the second quarter. That's when... Second quarter, they went off. They outscored us 14 points. It was 20 to 34 in that second quarter. Yeah. Yeah. And then Crowder hit those threes. See? And yeah. it's, this is what I'm talking about. So it's, it usually is just one quarter that makes the difference. Yeah. Every yeah. other quarter, we we, we, we had them. Yeah. Whether Even if it was just by two or one points. The first quarter, we handled them. Yeah. You yep. know? But that second quarter, we lost by like 14 points. Every other quarter after that, we won, but we still lost the game. Yeah. Yeah. 
the Crowder, the Crowder threes hurt us. Oh man, the Crowder threes hurt us. It was like we have to be, we have to stay consistent on closeouts. I mm-hmm. feel like I'm mellow closeout soft on on Crowder on that first three. Right. Yeah, I, and then he got his confidence up. The bigs that shoot three shoot threes gives us problems. Yeah, Olenek, man. Yes. The bigs that shoot threes give us problems. Corner threes. But Olenek, too, like the, the three, the threes at the top of the keys are particularly hard to guard when you have mm-hmm. that pick and roll because it's like a lot of grounds are covered. Yeah. So that well, was let me ask you something. How do the other teams do it? I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's always a question I ask. I'm like, oh, man, it's so different. You're right, it is. How do the other teams do it? How are they doing it? They had they didn't hire Kurt Rambis. <laughs> <laughs> Call him out again. <laughs> See, Kurt, I tried to save you, man, but they putting you back on the hot seat, man. You gotta do something. Word, you man. Right, 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 right now that grade's hey, a man. D plus, man. Right hey, now man. that grade's a D plus. <laughs> Men lie, women lie, numbers don't, man. It's, it's yeah. true. It's true. I mean, and the thing is. In this game, the, the big three did well. I mean... 20, that's, that's, that's exactly. that might be like a staple. You might have to start expecting 20, 20, 20 from each three. Yeah, and then we get... Because we get a, a, a more balanced mm-hmm. offensive, you know, um, output, yeah. you know. Defensively, we still don't the have bench, enough energy. Mm-hmm. The bench didn't give us much. I think nah, that's the only, other thing. Only 19 total points from right. the bench. Mm. The bench didn't give us much, and so you know, Kylo Quinn had six. Yeah, Holiday had seven. And there's games like this too. I feel like the Celtics were playing the passing lane as well. Like yeah. Brandon Jennings, absolutely, sometimes can take over the game offensively by just passing. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it wasn't really. But Jennings, in this Jennings had a stinker though. I mean, yeah, in, in 15 minutes, no points and two assists. Like, yeah. that's that's not good, man. It wasn't good. Yeah. And that's the thing. And then the thing is too is I, so when Brandon Jennings is always a gift and a curse. You love his energy, but you mm. want him to keep that energy under control. Yeah. The turnovers kill us. All right. You know. That too. <clears throat> the turnovers, and it felt like the Celtics really outworked us, man. Like the Celtics took that punch in the mouth, mm-hmm. and after they took that punch in the mouth in the first quarter, that second quarter, it was like, all right, we 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 we're doing this, and they they went another gear, and I felt like the Knicks had better defensive effort than usual. Mm-hmm. In this game, but they really needed multiple efforts to really close mm. this out. That's yeah. the other thing I was saying. See, especially when you have teams that have three-point threats. And great they're passing. G- and great passing. They're going to screen to get their shooters open. Yep. You have to rotate not only <laughs> once, twice, sometimes three times to cover the three-point shoot. you got to run them off the three-point right. line. You yeah. have to. Right. Especially if you know that the this team has three-point specialists. Mm-hmm. Crowder was killing them, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, and you can't and you can't forget about the Celtics and how they created so many mismatches. Right. And he, right. he actually, yeah. even though Melo number wise had a good game, his again his percentage wasn't that great. Crowder was giving him problems on the yeah, defense. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he as was he, giving him problems. As on the he defense. does everywhere, but right? Because yeah. he's <laughs> he's quick, he's strong, he's, he's just deep. muscling yeah. Melo up. Yeah, Muscle was having a problem. Yeah, Melo, he's one big muscle man. I mean, I'm, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm, I mean, <laughs> yo, to be real about it though, like Crowder, like when he was available, I was hoping the Knicks would get him. That would yeah, be a good pickup. Yeah, man, yeah, I was hoping. Was that that would have been a good pickup, man. Yeah, because yeah. he's a beast. But, yo, what's up about this fourth quarter, though? Yeah. Oh, man. Because that's... Cause that was, was actually pretty exciting for yeah, me. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Towards the end, because I was like, yeah. man, this is another L, man. For but then they made that joint exciting for me, yeah. man. They really did, man, because I felt like we were, we were right there the whole fourth yeah. quarter, down by five. Down right. by nine. Right. Mm-hmm. Down by five. Down by ten. Yep. Down, and then I was like, oh man, it's over. It's two minutes left. All of a sudden, that went. I was I was trying to get my second plate at that point. I exactly, know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> my nephews were playing video games. I was like, all right, I'm gonna play Wii U with my nephews now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, Melo hits a three. Like, oh. Yeah, back right. to back three from Melo and KP. Yeah. Yeah. Woke us all the way up. And yep. the turnover KP on the breakout. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The Isaiah fouled him. I'm like, oh. Thomas trying to block Melo for just not smart. Yep. You're five nine, bro. bro yeah, you're like, not why LeBron. you trying to block you're not doing a chase block on right. KP from behind. Not- nah, I can <laughs> even give you jumping because you can jump. Mm-hmm. I'll give you yeah. six nine. He's he's no seven plus. I'm like, right. I'm like you ain't Nate Robinson. So exactly, come on. Right. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> right. You don't got ups like that for <laughs> real. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. But yeah, we made it interesting. But what I really want to talk about is after the game was tied, the last play. Okay, yes. You say you had a, a a breakdown for how smart got that wide open. Yo, man. First, I got to give the Celtics props, man. Okay. I'm going to give the Celtics props because they they ran that offense to a T. Mm. And 
you really need to play defense for the whole entire time, mm -hmm. and you need to talk the whole entire time to really shut down the Celtics team. Because with that play, the problem really started from the inbounds. Before the inbound even happened, there were three screens that happened on the court. And then <laughs> those three, those three screens left mismatches all over the court. Yep. When the, when the, when everything was said and done, we had Melo and Isaiah Thomas. A oh, problem already. Yep. Problem one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a problem already. Yep. Out of here. Number two, Courtney Lee on Al Horford. Bigger uh, problem. That's not, I mean, just size right. wise, that's yeah. a problem. And in problem three, we had Noah on um Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart oh. in the corner. So before the ball was in bounds, there mm -hmm. was three mismatches. Yeah. <laughs> we were done. We were doomed from the start. Yeah. So then the ball goes into Isaiah Thomas, and Isaiah Thomas immediately recognizes that Al Horford is is has Courtney Lee on him. Right. Mm -hmm. That's mouse in the house all day, Barbara. Yeah, yeah, yeah ab absolutely. <laughs> shout out, Chad. Exactly. <laughs> shout out to my, my shout out to my my sister's barbecue chicken. That was delicious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so then, so when Isaiah passes him the ball, and Al Horford is like, oh, he shot to spin on him. Noah had no choice. He had to. He had to help out. Yeah. Noah had he no had choice to but to help out. And because if he did, open. Exactly. Mm -hmm. He had yeah. to. But I mean. At that point, what do you do defensively? I mean, they, they, they. they. Yeah. At that point, that's when talking. That's when you have to talk, right? Yeah. If you see that Noah is um rotating off of your man, yeah. then whoever doesn't have a man has to rotate to the open man. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's when talking. That's when talking. Find a shooter. Mm -hmm. Noah had to just let him know where the shooter was. Exactly. Yeah. So cover my man. He's a like. That's when talking gets involved. That's when the defensive instincts is involved. Yeah. And we're not yeah. all the way there right now. Which which With is that. which is surprising because Noah's usually a talk on defense. So. Right, right, but he had to react. Yeah, he had to react right. quickly. What's true? Okay. okay, so somebody else has to react with him. That, maybe right. that yeah. has to be Derrick Rose has to react quicker to um because he was guarding Avery right. or mm -hmm. or it has to be Courtney Lee has to to then sprint to to uh to smart or rotate like the rotation at that point that's not even like mm -hmm. things you have to practice. Well, that's a, more like... So can you develop defensive as, instinct? It's, it's developed. That's instinct. But can you develop that? I, uh, I think I think that's like something inherent. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like inherent, you, and inherent. I think it's all repetition. But, like how, yeah, but here's the thing. Inherent. How do you recreate situations in practice that can develop that? Because mm -hmm. if you don't have it, it's just all about repetition. Yeah. If you've seen something in practice that um, you've seen game time... It's easy, no-brainer, then it becomes automatic. Oh, I saw this in practice. I know how to do this. Mm -hmm. The reason why Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant was so great is because every possible situation that they saw in the game, they've seen it in practice because right. they, they simulated that. Yeah. I guess it's simulating that in practice, I guess, man. That's, or you're just mm -hmm. looking at the tape. I hope it, starts, it, starts, with, it yeah. starts with game tape. I already Rambis, know they're watching that yeah. play over and over again. Kurt Rambis. Rambis. <laughs> and let yo, them know what you had to do, but... Yo, how many times we um called out Kurt Rambis during this podcast? I don't like, know, every week, lot, four times? I tried to defend him one, one episode. I, I tried to defend yeah, him one episode, too. But I, that's, yeah. I think that's done right now until we get this thing yeah, exactly, together. Yo. <laughs> Come on, now. Yeah, yeah six words in the league in defense or something like that. Yeah. All right, let's get to our favorite segment. The ooh segment. Ooh! All right. Had a couple of good highlights in these games. That's the one thing I will say, man. It was had a couple of exciting yeah, moments. Yeah, we did. Highlight worthy. Um, yep. <laughs> all right, Ryan, what's what's your ooh pick this week? My ooh pick, I have to go back to the um Knicks and Pacers game. Okay. Yeah. When the minute when the Knicks were making their comeback. Mm -hmm. I think the score at the time was 99 to 96. Mm. Knicks mm -hmm. just scored a basket and off the inbound pass off the inbound pass. Brandon Jennings stole the ball. Right. KP was a trailer coming in, coming back into the play. Right. Brandon Jennings, Brandon Jennings passed off to KP. KP hit the three straight away. Tied the game 99-99. That's my nice. ooh, ooh pick of the week. <laughs> ooh. All right. Jonathan, what's your ooh pick? Oh, okay. My ooh pick. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> this is the third quarter, and the Knicks were getting hand, their butts handed to them by the Pacers. <laughs> and I think Melo was a little agitated about you know, the coming-ons that was going on in the game. So he took it upon himself to embarrass. <laughs> 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 embarrass this man. <laughs> so Melo has the ball on the right side of the court. Mm -hmm. There's a little dribble. 
Bow. Hits Thaddeusm with a crossover. Left his ankles on the right side of the court. <laughs> <laughs> While Thaddeus is on the left side. Oh, my God. He might have done a little Jordan push. Yeah. Whoop. That's okay, though. After that, rises up for a jump shot. Yak him. <laughs> <laughs> and it was all water. That was my ooh pick. Ooh. ooh. Let's talk about that, man. That, that push, right? Okay, even, <laughs> even Jordan did it. I think Jordan was a, is a little more blatant. But here's yeah. the other thing. When somebody's defending you, and you're crossing them over, and that there's so many people that push off on mm-hmm. a crossover, yeah, momentum wise, mm-hmm. and Carmelo's push wasn't even that crazy, man. It wasn't. It wasn't Jordan level. It was literally, he literally exactly. went like this yeah. and it hit him. Exactly. So like, I mean, when the guy's draped all over you, sometimes you're dribbling the ball. You got your hand out. You got to yep. protect the ball. Yeah, that's true. Yep. And he, he just he just was a victim. It's okay. Uh, whatever moment, moment. He was a victim. He ended up. He was on his butt. He was yep. a victim. He was victimized. Well, it was, it was a moment of silence. Put some liquor on the floor for that ace young man. Exactly. <laughs> Shout out to Melo catching a victim. Yup. Body. Somebody man else. Down. Somebody else caught. A, somebody else caught a victim in the in the Boston game. This is my oh, who, uh-oh. Who, who caught him? Shout out to Courtney Lee. Hey. Yup. Catching a body. I think it was like early in the game too, like maybe three, four minutes in the game. Mm-hmm. Courtney, no, uh, Courtney Lee gets the pass. Isaiah Thomas comes up on him. I think it was on his right side. Mm-hmm. All right. Fakes right and then wham hits him with the left. Mm. Isaiah Thomas keeps going right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and Courtney Lee is wide open for the jumper. Whap. Whap. Ooh. <laughs> Yo. Oh, he's man. like, am I guarding myself? Yo, Isaiah yeah. Thomas. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas had nobody in front of him. <laughs> he had nobody I in mean, front of him. I mean, rumor has it that Isaiah Thomas is still trying to search for Courtney Lee today. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, <laughs> uh, so those are the ooh picks. Yeah. All right, do we, ha- do we have a bro pick we, this week? Do we? Do we have? You know, matter of fact, know. though, I have one bro pick. Okay. And- okay. And this is just and the, the streak game. continues. Right. <laughs> and this is just because it's the Nets. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because because you know we you know us Knicks fans we don't like the Nets. Right. Those oh, are yeah, the New Jersey Nets. Exactly. New Jersey paint jobs. I'm sorry. I can't. Exactly. I love Brooklyn, but I can't. And matter you of fact, yo, I need to look up this dude's name quickly because I'm, I I know he's number twenty four. But we need to look up this guy's name. On because, the Nets? Yes, because oh, I, you know we. I don't. You know I don't want to just shout out this dude's name. I want to shout out no, this guy's okay. name. <laughs> we are doing our. Googles. We're looking right now. Yeah. Our Googles. That's it. Who's number twenty-four? Rondé Hollis Jefferson. Mm, here we. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So um, I don't know if y'all saw this highlight, but it was when they were facing the Cavs. Okay. Mm. Kyrie Irving. Hit him with the ill fake, where he dribbled the ball, fake like as if he was going inside, but he kept the ball on the outside. Right. Hollis Jefferson was guarding him. He kept on going. He kept on going to Kyrie's inside while Kyrie was still on the outside. Oh, and, then as, and then as he tried to recover, he started to lose his balance. Oh, no. <laughs> I think he ran into LeBron James or something like that. Like back, like back into LeBron. Oh, I think, gee. I think, I, I think, I think that was the only thing that. I, <laughs> I think, that, I think that was the only thing that saved him from falling on his backside. Oh, to be oh real about God. it, Bruh. That's when you gotta come out the game. Come exactly, yo. Time out. Right. Have a, have a seat. Have, 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 a, have a seat. For real though. So oh my God. Yeah, that's your bro. Yeah, that's my bro pick right there. Bruh. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Oh man! Wow, I need to go back and revisit that clip. Yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, you, you have to, man. You have to. Oh man! I'm, I'll give my brother pictures for. I'll give my brother pictures for George Carl for being born. Oh, oh, so oh damn! Wow! <laughs> damn! Bruh. <laughs> yeah, George Carl gets the bruh pick this week, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I most think definitely. he's earned. He's yeah, definitely yeah. earned the bruh pick this for week. For real, man. yeah. Big bruh for you, bruh. Bruh. Go write a book about something else, man. Because exactly. we, you know, now now we're not even interested in your basketball knowledge or any of that. Exactly, Just because you've bro. shown yourself to be an ugly person and revealing these intimate things about. Teammates that you have not coached in years. Word. Exactly. Why didn't you say this then when when they were playing? You get you mm-hmm. you you are the bruh pick this week. Word. Should we should we give Thomas? Well, yeah, yeah, well, he did airball that three, though. 
did airball that. Three. I just feel bad for Thomas now. I don't even know if I want to give it to you. You know um, what? You gonna get a pass this week, bro. Yeah. <laughs> the bruh pass. We're gonna bruh pass of the week. Exactly. <laughs> you, got a, you got a bruh pass this week, man. Yeah. We gonna see what happens on the road this upcoming yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> you dodged the bullet. Just know. <laughs> Neo, you are the one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next three games: Atlanta, New Orleans, and Houston. Yeesh. All right. Um. Let's make our picks, man. I faith it. No, I, <laughs> I think I'm going two out of the three. They're gonna win. I think they. I think they can win Atlanta. Yeah, board. I think New Orleans is a win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rockets is gonna be tough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rockets is gonna yeah. be tough, and I would be pleasantly surprised if they win that. But because they have so much trouble guarding the three point line, I, yeah. I think that's where they're gonna they're gonna struggle. If Houston doesn't shoot well, I'm saying a strong if. You yeah. got a good chance mm-hmm. to win that one too, but I'm, I'm gonna go as a definite. Um, Atlanta's a win, New Orleans yeah. is a win. I think Houston mm-hmm. we're gonna lose that one. Uh, I think that's that's a safe pro- safe projection. Atlanta, Atlanta's probably gonna be pissed because we smacked them yeah. when yeah. it was uh, oh, when yeah. we played them earlier. That's a dumb mm-hmm. man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah I'm exactly. I feel like we're even better now. Oh yeah, right, exactly. And I think <clears throat> we seem to be having a better concept of defense. Right, that's gonna be a dub. I mm-hmm. think that's gonna be a dub. <laughs> New Orleans. That Davis, uh, shoot, I might have to make some Instagram memes about that joint. That Davis, uh, Christos matchup is going to be something to. Oh, yeah, oh, that's oh yeah most definitely. I remember uh, Davis just kind of gave it to Chris Stapps in his rookie year. So if I know Chris Stapps, and I think I do know Chris Stapps, mm-hmm. Chris Stapps, um, he 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 holds grudges. <laughs> he's like, I remember that day. He's going to be up for that you one. Blocked me for that. <laughs> Yo, he's going to be up for that game. Hope, but um. Don't 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 pull like a Draymond because when you said it to the media and then Draymond read it and went off. Don't don't do that. Though. Yeah, oh, we don't yeah. need. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, I mean you can do it if you play well. No, yeah. don't do it at all. Don't, yeah, we don't need just, to give exactly. any of these upper echelon athletes any kind exactly, of ammunition. Just, Nothing. Yeah, just keep that to yourself. Keep it in, in, in here. Exactly. And and just do what you got to do. I, st- I still think we're gonna win that game. Okay. Um, the Rockets though, the way they shoot the three and we're. I th- we gotta be negative bottom at the league in three point defense. We have to be. And then the fact that it's gonna be in Houston too, it's like, oh, KP guarding threes all day. Uh, big men closing out on threes all day. Uh, Melo having to hustle on threes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of Simon. Corner Lee's gonna have a good, good defense. They got, I that, have faith they in got you. that dude as a coach. You know, well, this is a clean show. Well, I got some choice names for uh, Dan Tony. Wait, you know? oh man. Oh wait, wait, wait. You have, you have, Don, you have Dan Tony. I mean, Dan Tony's. I didn't. I just didn't like his his stint in the, in in New York. I wasn't really. A oh, fan okay, of okay. Yeah. He just didn't like the record. Yeah, I wasn't really a fan of it. Okay, you know? I thought he did some. Mm-hmm. some not at all. Some some George. Nah, Carl that's stuff. just you know. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Oh no, not at all. Okay. <laughs> he, he ain't there. Yeah, he ain't there. Nah, okay, okay, okay. He ain't there. Nah, <laughs> nah. Dan, Dan. I, I think Dan Tony. He's a more respectable character. You can't right, see Dan. You can't see Dan Tony doing anything like that. Shout out to the Pringles, man. <laughs> <laughs> Edson don't like uh, it, for, for me, though, <laughs> I see Atlanta as a dub because, as you know, Knicks fans, Atlanta's like a second home to us. You know, I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, honestly, like half the fans in Phillips Arena are Knicks That's fans. You know it's I mean, true. People, yeah. I mean, there's so many people from New York that moved down I mean, to Atlanta. Exactly. I know people personally who live the, who, who from New York to Atlanta, so that, yeah. Exactly. So, like I, I, so I, I mean, I'm expecting the Knicks to win it at small Phillips Arena. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, and um, the New Orleans game again. This should be a win for the Knicks. New Orleans are not doing too well this season. It's basically Anthony Davis and friends. He doesn't have much. <laughs> <laughs> the Anthony Davis show, and, exactly, and the Pips. <laughs> <laughs> so I expect the Knicks to win against New Orleans, and I have to agree with y'all. Like I think it's gonna be two out of three. That Rockets game is going to be really tough. The Rockets do things well on offense that the Knicks struggle with on defending exactly. on the defense. Yeah, exactly. And then on top of that, they're on the road. It's not even like they're at home. So I think that's gonna be an L for the Knicks. Brian to be real about be it. Scary. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, that's. I think that's it, man. Um, yeah, that is it. Hopefully, you know what? What maybe the Knicks will surprise us in that Houston game. I hope so, man. I hope so, man. I mean, hopefully we cook Harton for once. <laughs> <laughs> for real. <laughs> All right. That is another episode in the bag. Uh, follow us on social media at the Nick of Time podcast, Instagram, Facebook. Also, you can follow Edson Sean, E-D-S-O-N-S-E-A-N on Instagram, Facebook. 
What's yours, Jay? Oh, Jay Ellis Draws Things. That is J-E-L-L-I-S Draws, D-R-A-W-S, Things, T-H-I-N-G-S. Follow me. <laughs> you can see my illustrations and my, my, my graphics, all that. Hold on. And you know me, Ryan, you know, the resident blogger for the Nick of Time podcast. You can follow me on IG, Sir, S-I-R-G, is, I-S, chillin', C-H-I-L-L-I-N. And um, I currently do have a blog out right now, which is still being advertised on Facebook. Mm-hmm. The emergence of Kylo Quinn. Yes. Expect a blog from me later this week. You know, I'm trying to think of some ideas. You know, creative blog gonna come out. Right. So be on the lookout for that. Yo, shout out to Corey on Facebook for sharing that blog for us. Absolutely. Yes. Oh yeah, and I do music by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Just forgot to throw that in. Yeah, I, I do music. You know, <laughs> intro. Period. <laughs> oh yes, to so follow the band, the experience. T H E E X P E R Bright lights, big city. Bright lights, big city. Gonna do what I'm supposed to do. Represent for my New York City crew.